Good afternoon. It is 5.07 on this Tuesday, August 15th. That means that we have made it through yet another day in the work week, and that's great. So this hour, I want to talk to you a little bit about science. Uh, there's gene editing, and it's getting a fresh attention thanks to a successful lab experiment with human embryos. But for you know all the angst over possibly altering reproductive uh, reproduction for years now, this technology is actually already being used by scientists every day in fields ranging from agriculture to drug development. New gene editing tools let scientists alter the DNA of living cells from plants, animals, and yes, even humans uh, more precisely now than ever before. Think of it as like a biological cut and paste program. So that's what I'm going to be talking about this hour. I'll also have some great music coming up for you. And of course, your weather's next, so stick around. Tuesday, August 15th, it is 5.12 in the afternoon and it's 91 degrees outside right now. Tonight we're going to see a low of 76. Tomorrow we're looking at highs of 96 with a low of 77. And Thursday, high of 94 with a low of 76. So hopefully, you know, that 94 dips lower and then we start to go into a downward trend where it gets cooler. Uh, but that, that's my hopes. We'll see. Don't go anywhere because here is Wild Thoughts from DJ Khaled featuring Rihanna. All right, so we are talking about gene editing this hour, some little science right in here. Uh, so while scientists have long been able to find effective genes, fixing them has been so cumbersome that it's slowed development of genetic therapies. There are several gene editing methods, but a tool called the CRISPR-Cas9 has sparked a boom in research as laboratories uh, worldwide adopted it over the past five years because it's faster, cheaper, and simple to use with minimal training and allows manipulation of multiple genes at the same time. So uh, we're going to be going over how that works, some of the research and the, the like, the ethics controversy controversy and everything like that associated with gene editing this hour so stick around for that but first here is roses by chain smokers featuring roses it is tuesday august 15th and it is 5 21 and uh, here is katie perry with save as a draft Welcome back to your AFN Angelic Eagle Afternoon Show, serving America's best. I'm senior airman Kimberly O'Brien, and we are talking about gene editing. Okay, so how does that work? Uh, well, pieces of RNA, and that's a ribonucleic acid, uh, are engineered to be a guide that homes in on the targeted stretch of genetic material. The Cas9 is an enzyme that acts like a molecular like molecular scissors to snip at that spot. That allows scientists to basically delete, repair, or replace a particular gene. So the fresh attention comes from research involving human embryos. In laboratory experiments, a team led by organ researchers used the CRISPR to successfully repair a human, uh, a damaged heart, oh, blah successfully repair a heart damaging gene in human embryos, marking a step towards one day being able to prevent inherited diseases from being passed on to the next generation. And that sounds really good to me, honestly, but there's wide agreement that more research is needed before ever testing the technique in pregnancies. 
The biggest everyday use of CRISPR so far is to engineer animals with human-like disorders for basic research, such as learning how genes can cause disease or influence development, and what therapies might help. But promising research in labs and animals so far also suggests that gene editing might lead to treatments for such diseases like sickle cell, cancer, maybe even Huntington's, uh, by altering cells and returning them to the body. Another project aimed to one day grow transplantable human organs inside of pigs. And I gotta tell you, all of that sounds pretty amazing to me. The, the research and the the scientific discoveries that we've had in the the past several years have just been absolutely amazing and honestly like the past 20 years or so we're taking like leaps and bounds not just steps leaps and bounds and it's it's really it, it's it's positive it's a positive thing okay so don't go anywhere because coming up i'm going to talk about the biggest hurdles some ethics and uh, all of that so stick around Senior Airman Kimberly O'Brien here talking about gene editing. So there are some hurdles to this very uh, advanced medical kind of revolution that's basically going on revolution. So the biggest hurdle is safety. Safety is a key question because gene editing isn't always precise enough. There's the possibility of like accidentally cutting DNA that's similar to the real target. Researchers have improved uh, precision in recent years, but out-of-body treatments like using cells as drugs get around the, the fear of fixing one problem only to spark another, basically. So the ethics controversy is that uh, altering genes in sperm, eggs, or embryos can spread those changes to future generations, you know, so-called germline engineering. But it's ethically charged because future generations couldn't consent. Any long-lasting or long-term negative effects might not become apparent for several years. And there's concern about babies uh, designed with enhanced traits rather than to prevent disease. So that kind of puts, you know, saying that kind of makes me think of Captain America style things here, you know. So earlier this year, an ethics report from the prestigious National Academy of Science Sciences opened the door to lab research to figure out how to make such changes, but said that if germline editing ever is allowed, it should be reserved for serious diseases with no good alternatives and performed under rigorous oversight. So they're definitely in the process of figuring out, you know, the, the yeses and the noes of what's ethical and what should be and should not be allowed with that. And I'm definitely gonna hang in there and see what they decide on this subject because this has the potential to be just absolutely remarkable in way of, uh, as we said earlier, helping with different diseases and you know cancer and everything like that. It could revolutionize our world, basically. I feel like don't go anywhere because coming up, I'm gonna you know tell you the the legality of it currently and uh, what else it can do beyond medicine because you know it's. It's very diverse, you know? I, I feel like the limits to this are just what you can think of. So that's coming up, stick around. I feel and it is 5.49, August 15th, Tuesday. Here is Taylor Swift with Love Story. 
All right, so the last little bit that I've got for you about gene editing. So we're talking about legality now. Where you live determines if or of or what, what kind of uh, research can be performed on human embryos. Some countries, like especially in Europe, ban germline research. Britain allows basic research only. In the US, scientists can perform laboratory uh, embryo research. I can speak these words. Uh, embryo research only with private and not federal taxpayer funding um, and that's what the organ team did that we just talked about any attempt to study germline editing in pregnant women would require full permission or would require permission from the Food and Drug Administration which is currently prohibited by Congress from reviewing any such request however there is a little bit to this beyond medicine researchers are also using gene editing to hatch malaria-resistant mosquitoes, mosquitoes, which sounds really awesome because mosquitoes, they can help with a, a lot of things in the environment. It'll, uh, they're also using it for uh, grown to grow strains of algae that produce biofuels, improve crop growth, and even make mushrooms that don't brown as quickly. I'm not really sure uh, how useful that last one is, but it is definitely diverse. So if you're interested in learning more about this kind of thing, you should definitely check out the base library. They're located inside the Consolidated Community Center that's building 1001. Uh, they're open Monday through Thursday from 10 in the morning until 7 at night and Friday through Sunday from 10 in the morning until 6 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, there are also, you know, club study materials available there so that you can take things a step further and advance your degree because you know education should be definitely a top priority and that is all that i've got for you today uh, but don't forget to tune back in tomorrow at 6 a.m for chelsea t's morning show